mindset, or more specifically, working on our mindset is a pretty common idea to many of us one-person business owners. And as entrepreneurial people, many of us are focused on self-improvement, self-development, and continuing to evolve and grow personally as well as professionally. We consume loads of resources like podcasts and books and courses that often focus on mindset, and these help us to understand our own mindset challenges. Now, while there are benefits to this, it can also mean that it can become almost instinctive and like a habit for us to link any hesitation or resistance that we might have towards an idea, a change, or a decision to a need to work on our mindset. In this episode, I explore how instead we can tap into our own personal values, how doing this is often the answer instead of mindset work and how by doing this we can make decisions with more confidence and build a more fulfilling business for us. Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online and build a business doing the work you love on your terms. Listen in for simple, doable strategies mixed with mindset tips and candid conversations with other entrepreneurs, all designed to help you turn your ideas into reality and share your passions with the world. Now, let's get into the show. We often believe that our perceived resistance is a sign of self-sabotage. Our resistance to a new idea a change, or a decision that we need to make. For example, if we don't want to hire staff members, we can often think that, well, maybe we have a mindset issue that's keeping us small. Or if we don't want to drastically increase our prices or double the prices, we can think, well, maybe we have a mindset issue about charging our worth. And if we feel hesitation around particular advice that we've received or a common way of doing things relating to our offers, we can think that, well, maybe we just need to work on our mindset and push forward regardless. However, mindset is not always the answer. And in our focus to improve our mindset, we can miss something really important. And that is what our gut is telling us, based on our own unique situation, our personality and our values. You don't have a mindset issue because you question the norm. When your gut tells you that conforming to the status quo or the way that business is typically done isn't right for you, it's not always your mindset that needs work. And it's in these moments, actually, that you need to trust your instincts and realize that what sets you apart from the mainstream is what makes you and your business unique. Now, I remember in the first few years of running my business, I really didn't know how business was meant to be done. And it really was a case of ignorance is bliss. And I knew that I wanted to bring small business owners together. And at this time, I was running Instagram workshops. And I wanted to do this in really beautiful, unique, different, inspiring places. So I contacted a local business owner who ran a perfume boutique. And I asked if I could hire her space to run my workshop. She very kindly agreed. Thank you to Kate. 
Now, it wasn't till after I started running these workshops that I was given some unsolicited advice from another local business owner. And he said that to be taken seriously, I should be doing my workshops in a boardroom and have a whiteboard. (laughs) Now, this could have thrown me and seen me question myself and conform. But if I hadn't trusted my own intuition, my own ideas, and my own approach to business, then I could have swung the other way. Instead, I had local business owners calling me, phoning me up about my booked out workshops, offering to sit on the floor if they needed to in order to have a place at them. Like, how cool is that? Now, I haven't always succeeded at trusting my gut. In fact, a while ago, a coach I was working with suggested a new offering to me. And my gut actually really strongly told me that this wasn't right for me. It wasn't the right structure for how I know that I like to work. But I thought perhaps this strong resistance to this suggestion and this advice was maybe because not that I really knew myself, but maybe it's because I had a mindset issue and it was a chance for me to move through some blocks. So despite my resistance to it, I created and marketed this new offering. Well, can you guess what happened? Well, hate is a strong word and I won't go that far, but This new offer, it just wasn't right for my vision of my business, my personality type, and how I know I like to work. So I wrapped it up and it was another reminder to me to trust what I know about myself. Business coaches, mentors, and teachers are priceless, but their role is not to tell you how to run your business. And frustrating, I'm sure, for some of my students, but I won't tell them how to price their offers. I'm not going to give them a price. I'm not going to tell them exactly how to do things. Instead, my role as I see it is to help them come to a decision based on their knowledge of their industry, their ideal customers, but also their personality, their ideal business, and what feels right to them. And the more that we get to know ourselves and trust ourselves, the more that our business will work for us. Now, getting to know ourselves doesn't take a huge amount of effort, and it's also not a one and done thing because our needs, our circumstances, and even our personalities to some extent can change over time. So some of the tools that I use to help me tap into my personality and my intuition and my values are these. Personality tests. So Maya Briggs is a good one to start with, and I'm an INFJ. If you know yours, we might be similar or might be very different. Another is getting clear and taking the time to actually be able to vision and see what my ideal business looks and feels like and my ideal day looks and feels like. This also helps me when I see other people doing business a certain way and I can question, oh, okay, maybe I should look at that. Then I can come back to actually great for them, but I don't want to do business that way. That just is not how I want to spend my time. Also defining my core business values and making decisions through the lens of those. And for me, at this point in time, these are to inspire to delight and to connect. And perhaps I'll do another episode on explaining what these really mean and how maybe you can come up with your own values. Also seeking out examples of business owners whose values and lifestyle priorities align with mine, the number of hours they want to work or that they have available to them, what feels good to them and their own values. And this helps me to open up my mind to new and different ways of doing things. And also forgiving myself when I get it wrong, because we are not going to do this perfectly. But the upside of knowing ourselves is enormous for our business. 
And I actually have seven different ways that this can really have a positive flow on effect. So number one is by helping our business and us be more authentic. So instead of conforming to the status quo, we're going to be more genuine in our approach. Number two, more creative. So we're going to have more intuitive decisions, which open the doors to unconventional and new ways of doing things. This leads to number three, more unique. Our business is going to reflect our personality and our beliefs, which is going to help us build a more distinct and memorable brand. Number four, more resilient. It allows us to be better equipped to face challenges and setbacks, knowing that our decisions are rooted in what actually matters to us. And number five, and this is a big one, is more fulfilled because your work is going to better align with your passions and your values. And I think that I've done a really good job of this because the work that I do and the way that I do it feels really good for me. But it's not going to be the same for you and your business is not and should not look like mine because we are all different in the way that we like to work. And number six is more genuine connections because your more authentic approach is going to help you to build stronger and more meaningful connections based on shared values with your audience and your customers. And number seven, an upside to really knowing ourselves is that instead of second guessing ourselves, we're going to know that our decisions is based on what is right for us, which can lead to less stress and more confidence. Mindset work often assumes that there's a one-size-fits-all approach to success, and this can lead us to think that we should think or run our business in a certain way, and that if we don't, then there's something wrong with us, which is so damaging because really there's no one right way to succeed. There's no one right way to do business. And the world of what we're in with one-person businesses, sole traders, personal brands, experts, it's increasingly diverse, and as it should be, with endless opportunities and ways of making it work. Imagine being able to make business decisions with confidence, knowing that they are based on a really deep, true understanding of what matters to you and what works for you. Well, this is what really knowing and trusting yourself, instead of thinking you need to work and improve and fix yourself, provides, along with a business that is more fulfilling and enjoyable than ever. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Emily Osmond Show. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down past all the episodes to where you find ratings and reviews. Tap write a review and be sure to include your name or business name so I can give you a shout out too. You'll find my latest resources at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time connection over perfection. You have got this and we'll speak soon.